means truth. So tell me about your spiritual journey. Tuesday. This is Lindsay Warwick, the conduit on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. So excited for my guest today. I have Nancy Weiss here. She is a lot of things. She is an intuitive energy healer, coach, tarot, oracle card creator, creatrix, all the things. We were just giggling about uh, this idea of titles. So anyways, I'm so happy that you're here. Like, I adore you. Um, so let's, uh, I guess if you just want to talk a little bit about your, your spiritual journey, that'd be great. We'll just start there. <laughs> Do you have eight hours? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my <laughs> So I'll go with, I guess, the, the lifelong spiritual journey, kind of the, what has happened in my life. Um. But thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to chat with you today. Um, yeah, so my spiritual journey started, I would say, around eight years old. That's always, everything goes back to eight years old for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I started to realize my psychic abilities. That's when I started to um, recognize spirit, where I was like, I, I feel a little girl. I feel these things around me. Um, and I got hooked. Like as soon as I started realizing that this was a thing, I got hooked. And I, as, as growing up like eight, nine, 10, 11, I would go to the library and I would type in psychic and I would type in ESP. So when I was a little girl, ESP was like this big thing. Um, and I bought this book, my favorite book ever. It's called David, David St. Clair's lessons in ESP. And this this book outlines like, Basically, when it came down to it, psychic, um, manifestation, astral travel, all these things and how to do these things, which probably back then seemed like a joke, mm-hmm. but it was real, right? It's real. We know it's real. And so I started really young doing that. Um, I even brought it to the classroom where, you know, we had to do like a show and tell And I had like a deck of cards and I'd be like, hold up a card and I'll tell you what it is. And I remember at one point getting three in a row and the whole class going like (laughs) they couldn't believe it. I I love it. I don't know if that was like fifth grade, sixth grade, but that was obviously getting a little bit older. Yeah. Then I really started. So I, I started tapping into children, the spirit of children and babies. Uh And that really started coming when I was like 16, 17. Um, It started coming more where I knew that somebody was pregnant, but I didn't even know the person. So I would be like, you know, I'd be like, I didn't know they had a sister, but I'd be like, oh, is your sister pregnant? And they'd be like, 
no. <laughs> and then I have a good story about that. But stuff like that. I also had no filter at 17. Like you don't learn about like mediumship usually when you're 17. And so I remember going into a boyfriend's house for the first time and visiting his mom and we're going up the stairs and all of a sudden I feel whoosh. I feel this whoosh going right through my body. And I get upstairs. I was like, whoa, whoa, what, what was that? And I get upstairs. And again, remember, no filter. And I asked his mom, who I've never met before, did you have a miscarriage of a little girl? And I kind of blew everyone's mind. And she was like, yes. And I was like, well, she's here. And she just like went through my body. She's here and around you. And again, this was no, you know, I didn't really have like, I shouldn't have said that, obviously, but <laughs> that started really young. So it started really young with that kind of stuff and just knowing these things about people um, and situations. And I knew who was calling on the phone and I knew, you know, all these odd, you know, things that nobody knew about, not only who was calling on the phone, but what they were calling about in a stranger's home. So I just kind of like, I don't know, I was kind of into that, right? I got tarot cards as a young girl, crystals I fell in love with. And then things kind of went dormant. I would say from like 17 to like 30 years old, like 15 years of, I don't know what, of like maybe dating and partying and yeah. having a good time. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm not here like trying to be psychic or doing any of that stuff. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was in my thirties, I guess, that I was in a really bad relationship, really bad, mm. seven years. And it was, I would say it's kind of borderline abusive, like psychologically, emotionally abusive and stuff like that. And questioning who I was. And I was like, I'm a good girl. Like, why can't I find this person? why everyone tells me my mom they're like you're such a good woman you know whatever like you have so many great qualities and I kind of just like got down on my knees one day I was like god I don't know what you know like I don't know what to do anymore you know and that somehow ignited me like watching the secret for the first time and learning about the law of attraction mm -hmm. and it changed everything for me like it changed everything like I was able to get away from that person. I manifested my husband, I, you know, like all these things. And during that time too, I became a Reiki master. Like I started picking back up all these parts of me. I got my old books out and was just like, okay, this is, this is me. Like, this is who I am. And, um, and it kind of just went from there. Like a few years after meeting my husband, I, went to school to become a holistic health coach because I always loved, you know, natural living and stuff like that. So I was like, I want to do that. And then we were working on conceiving, but having a lot of trouble. Um, and somehow I went from becoming this holistic health coach that would just like help anybody to then becoming a fertility coach. Okay. That makes sense. Right. Fertility coach. And then from there, I had to, I was talking about exercise and eating broccoli and mindset and all this stuff, right? 
but yeah. I wasn't telling anybody. I wasn't, I wasn't telling my audience the stuff I was personally doing that I was working with crystals, that I was doing Reiki, that I was talking to my spirit baby before they even got here, before I was even, you know, pregnant. So I kind of let all of that out and was like, I got to come out of the broom closet and tell them what I'm doing. And so I became a spiritual fertility coach. And then I really, during my energy healings, which is not just Reiki. I don't really call it Reiki anymore because it's yeah. different what I do. Yeah, it's different. Um, but all the psychic information just flooded in and then the mediumship. And so I became a spirit baby communicator. And that's what I was kind of known for for the last six years. Um, so that's like, that's it. And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> I got diagnosed with cancer in September, 2021. And I said, I'm taking a year off of my business. Mm -hmm. Like I was working myself like crazy. Like I had, I was fully booked. I had a two month wait list. And that's part of where these came into my cards that you mm -hmm. want to talk about. Yeah. Um, but I was just like this burnt out energy healer. I was a mom of two kids, you know, doing all these sessions that I didn't think was a lot, but really was a lot. Yes. <laughs> And um, for me, especially for me, everyone is different. I know there's some people that could do 20 sessions a week. That turns out that that's not me. Oh, I can't. Do, yeah, I can't. Do I that. can't do that either. No, 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 no. So sessions, so I'm burnt, like, yeah, I was so burnt out. I had no spiritual hygiene at all at that point when I was like telling all my clients, do this, do that, make sure you're meditating, make sure you're doing your thing every day, make sure you're grounding yourself. In the meantime, I'm not doing it. I'll do it quick right before a client and be like, oh my God, heal me, heal me, ground me, heal me. Oh, I'm like a tree. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. So you burnt so, out. Oh my God, so burnt out. And so my year off with cancer was really returning to myself, returning to my self-care, my spirituality, deeper into my spirituality and just, um, realigning myself balancing myself out again and and yeah and here I am I've been in the like kind of like seaweed lately the last year of like what am I going to do who am I you know trying to figure these things out I've birthed a lot of things like two oracle decks which was huge so yeah you're in one of them yeah so that's my spiritual journey <laughs> I love it um so many things. So <laughs> let's start at the beginning. ESP yeah. means extrasensory perception. Yes. Yes. It means part of our actual senses as a multidimensional human being. Right. Being having a meat sack human yep. experience. Yep. And I love that you brought that to your show and talk. Yeah. It's right here. And I, I was going to ask when you got your old books out. I was going to say, where is that book? Oh, yeah, Instant ESP. I want it. I want to read that. I yeah, love it so much. So psych, yeah, psychic healing, psychometry, which I've done. That's when you hold on to some uh, um, an object and you give someone feedback. Mm -hmm. Astral travel, regression into past lives, casting a spell to get anything you desire, a.k.a. manifestation, and yes. a whole new world of psychic powers. I suck this, forget about it. Uh, oh, uh, amazing. 
The book is amazing. Love that. And I love, I just thank you for sharing your spiritual journey um, in a condensed version, but I got, <laughs> I got a clear picture of it. And um, what a beautiful journey you've been on. And I love how you said um, you would feel things at a young age and you knew things at a young age and you would just say it. I kind of like, I respect you in a, in a way because for a long time I my I felt very afraid to say like I would say like what the I can't I'd say I can't say that I can't say that and then finally like my team pushed me they're like you do need to say these things and then it started making sense for other people um I also like how you said that you developed your own technique like it was Reiki and it started Reiki was your foundation and now you've use your own like Nancy unique aspects to create a method of healing which is kind of it's I I resonate with that because that's kind of what happened to me too like Reiki was the opening and the foundation and then it's kind of blossomed from there and that's how the mediumship and everything um came online so I also identify with um not that I have been diagnosed with cancer, but I, I feel like when spirit wants my attention, this might be a Capricorn thing, because I know you're a Capricorn like me, <laughs> I will not slow down unless I'm sick. Like, yeah. I have a hard time taking rest. Mm. So it's not, if you, I mean, it, like when you were talking about the burnout, and I just saw like, like one of those like movie screens, like in fast forward motion, like you. Um, that's what you were doing and so it it's interesting how then you were diagnosed with cancer which forced you to slow down and really pour all that into yourself so and and what a terrifying right and beautiful but also like in a effed up way like a beautiful way to reconnect with source yeah I always said cancer was a gift which people are like well, like I was never an F cancer and this, I never did that. I never did that. I have, everything was healing to me. I was like, okay, this is, this is healing. What do I need to heal? You know? And I credit my really fast recovery. Yeah. And getting through our, like six rounds of chemo, a double mastectomy, 30 rounds of radiation and a year of infusions. If you look back at my pictures, you won't know. Aside from my wig, you really wouldn't know, you know? Wow. But it was all about, okay, how can I bring that healing into my, how can I, it was like, let me use everything I got. Mirror work, inner child work. You know, I use it all. I use the angels. I use everything. When I would get my radiation, you know, I would imagine that it was Archangel Raphael sending in the healing, like, waves into my body. Yeah. Why am I going to sit there and go, oh, my God, look at the poison they're putting into me. No, even my chemotherapy would drip and I would be like, oh, my goodness, this is medicine from the angels. Like, this shit changes how everything turns out for you. It really does. Yeah, the mindset and the spell casting the speech. Yeah. Um, I love that you are sharing this. The message I've received lately in meditation has been that this, what we do, has to be in the medical field. And I actually like had the pleasure of meeting a, a kidney doctor. And there's some medical term that he is. I'm sorry. I don't know. Nephrologist. That. 
so I was talking to him on Saturday and I was telling him about like frequency healing and all this. And he was saying that the mindset of the patients have drastic like recovery times and the people that aren't loved on or visited, they go down faster. The people that are in a positive headspace, they have this love and nourishment and support heal. And it's real. And you mm-hmm. are living proof of that. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. My, yeah, my tumor is crazy. I don't want to talk too much about it, but my tumor yeah. was really large. It was seven by nine centimeters. It took up like my whole, bre- like half of my breast, which most people like, you would think you would feel it, but I had these gigantic boobs. So nobody knew. Right. Nobody knew. But, um, by round two of my chemotherapy and I was doing healing on myself every day, you couldn't feel the tumor anymore. And I'm not crediting it. I don't credit it to the chemotherapy. I would tell the doctor, I was like, well, I think it, I was like, yeah, it's working. I said, but the stuff I'm doing is what's really working uh-huh. because it just, it like shrunk down. It was just, it was incredible. It was incredible. I had a double I mean, mistake. Did the doctors even did the doctors even qualify that your statement of the of how quickly? Well, they would just be like, oh yeah, you know, that's you know how they are. But like March twenty second, I had my double mastectomy. July fourth, I was boxing. Like, you know what I, I mean? mean? Yeah, you said diagnosis in twenty twenty one. I'm like, shit, it's only twenty twenty three, and like, I know, I yeah, I watched you do, yeah, yeah. It's I just made it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Well, thank you for, we will move on from that, but thank you so much for sharing that um, and just speaking to the power of, of, of us as healers of ourselves. We are the ones that we, we can, we are the ones to heal ourselves. So so beautiful and so empowering. Now I also want to talk about the spirit babies. I want to talk about the spirit babies. Um, I have told my story uh, on, on the podcast but um, I I uh, I um, had I did let go of pregnancy earlier this year. Um, I know you know that. Um, but I have communed with her soul, so I have heard her voice and this and and when you said spirit baby, that's immediately what I thought of. Um, I guess that's it, right? Like you, you want to talk about that, and you said you had an amazing story about that. Yeah. Share. okay yeah it was that other story was the 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 first time that it happened where we it's just a silly not silly story but was the first time that I was like Nancy this is real like you're real so we I was meeting my dad's girlfriend for the first time first time literally I get in the car they pick me up to go to Thanksgiving at her sister's house she has four sisters we go, I don't know her. I just know her name is Debbie. I'm in the car, right? And mm-hmm. here's Nancy again. And I go, oh, your sister, is she is she pregnant? And she was like, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> and they were also like, how the hell do you even know? Like, why is this a thing? We go to Thanksgiving. We take our trip to Long Island. We're sitting there at dinner. The phone rings. One of the sisters picks up and screams and comes into the dining room and she goes oh my god Leslie's pregnant 
and that's their other sister. And I was like, oh my God. And I was just like, dead, dead. Like, does anybody see what's happening right now? And that was like, I think the first time that I, like, that was just so, it was so far removed too. Yeah, you know? that's amazing. That's and that really was like incredible. A, yeah, that was like seven, 16, 17 years old. Um, and then what I was doing when I was working to get pregnant, we went through a lot, you know, um, Chris and I were 40 at that point, you know, we were trying even before we got married, nothing was happening. We, I went through seven rounds of IVF, um, egg, um, extractions and, uh, four retreat, four, whatchamacallit, IVFs and nothing was working. Our stuff wasn't working. Um, and so I had no idea how I was getting pregnant. I had no idea, you know, is it going to happen naturally? Will one of these things work? Will I have to adopt? And that's when I just started connecting. I said, I'm going to connect with my own spirit baby. And for a while it was quiet and, you know, I didn't hear anything, but I kept at it every day. And that's when I started to feel her. I started to feel Luna. And then she would start sending me messages like in real life, you know, she would, I would hear her talk. She's like, my middle name is Grace. And I see her little hands on her hips and everything. And I'm like, okay, you know, and I'm like, she had blondish hair. And I'm like, why does she have blonde hair? Like, it doesn't really make sense. It was just so, and then I just kept doing that and I kept connecting. And then you know, that was part of my manifestation too of her and making it happen. And we actually had our children, our two girls through embryo adoption. And that is when you have a couple that has done IVF, say they get five embryos. They have three children, right? And they're like, okay, I'm done. But now we have two embryos left. What do we do? We discard them. We donate to science, but we donate them. And Chris and I were lucky enough to have donated embryos. So I got to be pregnant and do all those things. Wow. They're just genetically connected to us. And Luna has blonde hair and so does Ayla. And it's just like. That's amazing. I didn't know that about you or your children. Yes. And Luna actually, what's really cool with them is um, Luna was frozen for 13 years. And Ayla was frozen for 15 years before they were transferred to me. Oh my gosh. So they're yeah. like, so they're, I'm they're like, not good at numbers or math, but I'm like, so what year was that? Yeah, right, right. So they're 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. So Luna's kind of 18 years old. And I guess Ayla would be two years less that, you know, 16 years old. I guess if you kind of think about that from the day of their conception to today. Um, but just talking about like manifesting and stuff like that. That's literally amazing. <laughs> Chris I'm like blown. I didn't even I know. know. Like, I don't know a lot about that. Yeah. Chris and I were in New Jersey. And we were both living there without a problem. He was working, for, you know, for Verizon. I had my full-time job. And we just to randomly decide to move to Georgia. Like, Why? Right? Like, why am I moving to Georgia? And we moved to Georgia. We we're like, yeah, let's do it. The houses are less expensive. Verizon has an office there. We don't know a single soul, but we go there. And that's where my babies, oh God, my babies were sitting in a hospital for 13 years. 
Oh my God. Waiting for us. That's amazing. That's why we moved to Georgia. So are they genetically sisters? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. I'm yes. like, that's amazing. I really didn't know that. That yeah. is incredible. Yeah. So it was just, it was just wild. I did have a miscarriage at one point with one of our things, which is fun, not funny, but <clears throat> that would be six years ago that I had the miscarriage or seven years ago. I can't remember the dates because Luna's going to be six soon. And what's interesting is that I recently was had a mediumship reading for somebody else and she felt a boy that was six years old that was like prior to Luna. Aww. And so they're always around us. Spirit babies are always around us. Some of them, I still have a boy around me but he wasn't meant to come through, you know? And so we have these shows. Some will come through again. Some will, you'll have two or three souls around you that choose to, one of them chooses to come in or two. Some appear and then some disappear. And I had my boy right, right before when I was pregnant with Ayla, it was the boy spirit constantly there. And oh. Chris, my even husband is not spiritual, but he was like, yes, boy, boy, boy. And then all of a sudden, one day I woke up and I felt he's gone. He's completely gone. That next night, Chris told me that he had a dream that we had a girl. And I was like, he's not the spiritual guy. But he goes, I don't feel like there's a boy anymore. And I was like, I didn't tell you this, but that boy left yesterday. Oh like my he, gosh. And, and Ayla took place, you know? So there's, there's so much on the other side. I see like I was able to see children. I can see children that have passed on. Some of them are grown up on the other side. Spirit babies, you will show themselves to the ones that want to come in. They can show themselves at two or three years old. So you actually could see them and be like, oh, this is what they look like. You can see their personality. I could see what they look like. Some were as little pinpoints of light like the beginning of time where all I felt was this point of light, this creation. And it would be that too. So I felt this, this gamut of, I don't even know what to call it levels or, you know, of what spirit baby is and what it means and how they choose to come in and how they choose to just hang out or just be with you kind of like a guardian angel. It is, it is so interesting. It's so interesting. It's, I feel comfortable enough that we're talking about this to share a little bit about my experience. Um, I've had two pregnancies, one when I was 21, and I did not feel capable of being a mother then. So I, I did not have the pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Very difficult. Um, I know it was a boy. Um, and I really do believe that his soul is the soul of my dog right now. Um, and then earlier this year, I had a pregnancy, um, but my partner was not a healthy partner. Um, I, I didn't feel that I would have the experience, um, a health. I just, I just felt that I couldn't, I just couldn't. Um, and I sat with it for a while and communicated. I knew it was a girl, um, because when I was 
30, I had a prophecy that when I was 35, I would be pregnant with a girl that would break the cycle of abuse in my family. So I turned 35 January 8th, and then I found out I was pregnant about a week later. Or no, I I conceived a week later. I did not know I was pregnant, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. until February. Um, And at that point, my relationship like was over as far as I knew it I was leaving I was leaving and then I found out um and then I sat with it and this was someone who can't show up can't show up and so I I made a very difficult choice and decided not to have her which the whole experience really woke me up to a new existence um and I have communed with her I I've been told by another medium that she was my best friend in a past life. And she kind of came in this life and was like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and that I've also been told that she will come back in another form. And I really struggled with it, Nancy, because I've always wanted to be a mother. I can, I can really uh, see children or earth side, you know, you have this gift of seeing them on the other side as well uh, sometimes I can it depends on if that's what's best for my client but I don't just have that in the way that you do but um yeah I I have struggled with that all year you know um communing with her I gave her a name I've had ceremony with her um and just this idea of you know I'm going to be 36 soon and it's like am I going to be a mother I, I I would love to be I just I've had to kind of give it up to God. And so I don't know. I just wanted to share that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I appreciate you sharing. I know. I And you I have this like amazing gift. I'm like, I wasn't <laughs> even aware that you had that gift. And I'm, oh my goodness. I'm like, Maybe I'm like, do you see them? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing that I want you and anyone else to know that is in this, has been in this situation is that, Spirit babies, I want to say they don't care, but they aren't ever saying like, how could you do this to me? Or why did you do this to me? They never say anything like that. They just have like this, they're like, if I'm here, I'm here. If I'm here, I'm going to choose this. I'm going to choose that. I'm going to choose to come in through her or I'm going to choose to come in a different way. I'm going to choose a harder life. I'm going to choose an easier life. But there is no, there's a neutral feeling. They are neutral about these things. Just like our loved ones on the other side, you know, if your mom has passed or your dad has passed and you had a bad relationship, they're not on the other side going, I wish she would have still done that. No. Right. It's all love because that's what we are. That's what we go back to. And I tried to have a conversation with someone yesterday uh, relationship struggles the hardest ones that we have are on the other side of things to me it's like the highest form of love like the worst relationships have taught me the most mm-hmm. the one in the beginning of this year where I said no more and I walked away and I chose myself and I feel like I might I don't want to cry Ugh. the pregnancy the the soul of my daughter forced me to choose myself yeah yeah and I feel like her spirit will always be with me yeah I just naturally I I just struggle with like the my age and becoming a biological mother and then 
also hearing like beautiful women that have struggled with fertility. It is, I have immense compassion for that as well. So it's, it's a, it's a hard topic. It's a sensitive topic. I think it is one that should be talked about a little bit more. Um, there was even some fear about sharing my experience. Um, but I know that maybe there's someone else listening that needs to hear. Yeah, hear definitely. It. Yeah. And just so you know, so I didn't meet my husband until I was 39. I know, you know, and that's another thing, your story. I've, I've even messaged you. Oh my God, your story. It's been a hard year for me. Very hard yeah, year yeah. for me. And, and you sharing your story about you were in an abusive relationship. You got out of it. You manifested your husband and your children and this yeah. life at, you know, an older age or fuck age anyway, yeah. but you know what I mean? And no, I, but you, you. I messaged you. I'm like, yes, <laughs> inspire me. Thank and you. Like just reading that in times of darkness this year, like literally your pinhole, mm. it was like a pinhole. I was like, listen, I, <sighs> I battled with my choice all year. Did I do the right thing? Yeah. It's still hard. And now like, I know that you do this. I like want to do it. <laughs> if you personally <laughs> off the air, um, I would think that would be really beautiful. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's very, in- your story is very inspiring. Thank I you. love, I mean, I'm yeah. like, fuck yeah, I'm not too old, like, no, as I, say, I had nobody, I had nobody, and I was like, again, this good girl, you know what I mean, with this great job, and like, you know, but I just kept manifesting, I just kept, every day I would think about my husband, and I think even about his dog, and I would talk to my dog, and I would oh, be like, God. really? I thought about like, dog too. Oh, I was like, one day he's going to be on the couch with his big dog and we're all going to be here. The four of us as a family together and boom, here I go. And I meet the man who is a big giant dog. I have this little dog. Um, and I had my first baby at 42 and my second baby at 45. Now, granted, that's a little, you know, that's a lot, but it can happen. And I got to be pregnant myself. So the dream is there. You know what I mean? It's just, just got to keep, focused on those things and that you don't know how it's going to happen. You know, I didn't know I took the actions to meet Chris. I was on match.com, but did I know if I was really going to meet him there? I don't, I didn't know. You know what I mean? Did I know yeah. how I was going to have my babies? No, I thought I might, my husband is adopted from birth. I thought maybe we would adopt, you know, that we would, I didn't know, but I just kept the, kept the faith with those things, you know, trusting without the needing to know is you. It's it. That's it. Yes. That is the key to manifestation to me. Like, listen, I have this focus. This is what I want. And I don't need to know how it's going to work out. No, I take the required action that shows me. Right. I love that so much. And my God, we've been caught. We've been chatting away. I I do want to touch upon and thank you so much for sharing all of that and allowing me the space to share that as well. Thank you so much. Um, I do want you to talk about the the Oracle deck that you've created because I feel like we're almost up on an hour and I would love to pull a card from each deck or have yeah. you pull a card from each deck. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So the, um, the Key to Life deck is my self-care deck 
and I called it self-care beyond the bubble bath because we always people like, what do you do for self-care? I get a pedicure. And you're like, no, that is not <laughs> right. Yes, it's good. But self-care goes deeper into that. Self-care goes into how are you taking care of yourself on a daily basis? Are you speaking up for yourself? Or do you have boundaries? Are you connecting with the cycles of the earth? Let me look at as the positive beliefs. Are you celebrating the big and small things? Are you um, riding the waves of your emotions? I mean, there's 44 cards here that I channeled in the morning when I woke up one morning, uh, August, it was a year after my diagnosis. And I woke up doing my meditation and I hear, well, you should make an Oracle deck. I don't know why he talked like that. And I was like, make a Sounds I like Archangel like, Michael. I looked up like this. I was like, make an Oracle deck. What are you talking about? Sounds like Archangel Michael. He's like, I don't do that. And then, yes, and I get to gymnastics, right? (laughs) My kid in gymnastics, I sit in my car and, you know, listen to whatever, and I write 44 cards. I write 44 cards in 45 minutes, and I'm like, boom, 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 done. And that was it. Um, So let's pull one one for us. Okay. All right. For whoever is listening, whenever they listen to it, because I feel like these things can transcend time and space. Yeah. All right. What do you need to do for your self-care today? Mm-hmm. Hold on. <laughs> I'm working on limited space here on the corner of my desk. All right. This is the music card. Ah, love it. The music card says I put on my favorite music and I become one with the rhythm. <clears throat> it's not just about music. But I think it's really more about connecting with the body, especially for me, because I feel like as you get older, you kind of move and dance less. Like we used to be really feminine and sexy in the club moving and doing my thing. <laughs> then you get older and then like you don't really do that. Like club in Jersey, New York. <laughs> Not in New York. I know. <laughs> so, uh, I think that's a wonderful reminder to really get in touch with your body, to move, to feel that rhythm, that natural, like that heartbeat, that flow that we don't really usually get to do. I don't know how many people are dancing. I, and I just got this. I probably should go like get my groove on or something. So while I'm washing the dishes or cooking or something like that, put YouTube on, put some music on and just like let it flow. Yeah. Thank you. And You're then welcome. The other deck that you've created, yeah. let's talk about that. And then if you, I have my copy yeah. here, or if you have yours right there. I don't have, have, no, I do. I have, I have, oh, I do. I have. Okay. Yeah. So the wisdom of, wisdom of women goddess deck was um, my creation after I saw all this, these, which is a controversial AI photos on Lenza. But I just was gaga over these <laughs> pictures of all these women in my beautiful community, like you and all these women, and then looking at myself in these angelic, spiritual goddess pictures that just blew my mind. And I sat there and I said, this is how I see everyone. You know, like I look at Leah and I would think, like, I think about her like in these pictures, or I see like this inner warrior, this inner goddess. And I was like, this needs to be a deck, I think. And I reached out to all these women, and it was a labor of love. This it day. was a labor. Oh, God, I wanted to get rid of it at some point. I was like, I'm done with this thing. 
Um, but I kept going. I would take a break, you know, take a month off and take a break. Um, but we created this beautiful deck. Every woman has their own card. She supplied mm -hmm. her own picture of how she felt the best, what really embodied her and her message. And we actually have a book with it, too. Again, and you're in it um, as this psychic conduit. Yes, I am. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. So let's pull a card from there. Yeah. So I was sitting getting my hair cut the other day by Jess Hudson, who I love so much. She's in our Myrtle Beach community. Um, and she actually has the deck in her salon. And she yes. pulls a card every day and puts it up on her thing. And so I'm sitting there, you know, I'm getting my hair bleached and everything. And we're like, oh, I'll pick a card. She's like, how funny would it be if you picked your own card? And boom, Did you? I picked my own card. I'm like, oh, my God. I have not picked my own card yet. No. So we got the dive within. So beautiful. No. Nikki. Yes. Dive within. From Nikki Schaefer. And it says, you are a miracle. You are a divine embodiment of source. You are powerful. You are capable. You are beauty. You are truth. You are love. Your power is beyond comprehension. If this card found you today, you are being called to dive within to take a deep breath and dive below the surface, deep into your core, and be reminded of your endless wonder. Curiously uncover your own buried treasure only found in the depths of your soul. Your life experience has created you, all of it for you, never against you. Remember who you are. All of the answers lie within you. Summon your power, live from within. And the affirmation of this card is, I have all the answers within me. And the journal prompt is, in what ways can I be more present and kind with myself? How can I show up for me? This is the deepest deck you're ever going to find. Of I'm telling you, of My any deck. I love it. <laughs> it's like, I read these things. I'm like, I can't even comprehend this right now. Like, this is too much for me. <laughs> it's so deep. My clients love it. And then I do get a lot of interest. People want to buy it. So I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know. It's just such um, a special. Magical. still working on it. It's just I'm not being called to produce it yet and do what me, it, it, it really is a very big project a very expensive project. And so I'm waiting for that real moment to come where I'm like, okay, Nancy, it's time to really expand on this, you and know? No, no. And, and if it yeah. doesn't come, it doesn't come. It, it is. What yeah. it is. I yeah. just show my card really quickly, just because I've never done that on the podcast. There I am. <laughs> my little aliens. Like these pictures are just like how I see us. When I we like are. <laughs> when we are in our magic like that's how I see us mine doesn't look like mine's like a punk rocker yours is but... so fun <laughs> I love it it's so it was fun. hard to pick I was like do I want to pick the goddessy one but I chose to pick like what I look like now which show is yours. very show yours which is very different of how I looked before so um These are very deep and very powerful and just so amazing because it's people it's women from our community yeah I asked Jessie and I was like can we do my hair like this what'd she say <laughs> she's like well yeah but I was like oh maybe not maybe not I'm okay <laughs> too much too much uh, well thank you 
so much for making the time today to connect. Um, and thank you so much to people watching this or listening. If you want to connect with Nancy, how can people connect? So the best, is, well, you have two places. You have Instagram, which is at unlockyourabundance. Um, I am a energy healer for other energy healers and getting them to trust their gift, up level in their business and really create the, the, the wealth that they are looking for in their business and just really trusting and expanding their gifts. Um, getting through that imposter syndrome, which can really keep us, you know, keep us stuck and not doing the work that we're supposed to be doing. So at Unlock Your Abundance on Instagram. And then I have a Facebook group, which is also Unlock Your Abundance. I don't know if that's the actual name of it, um, you know, the title of it in the Facebook thing, but it is Unlock Your Abundance. Um, so I'm in there too. I do um, card pulls and coaching and stuff like that. So yeah, connect with me there. Awesome. Is there anything else that you want to share? No, I'm good. I think I talked a lot. Uh, probably too much. No, I'm here. Before for we it. were like, how long should this episode be? I don't and know. now it's like an hour, which is fine. Exactly. I yeah. thought it flowed beautifully. It was awesome. Thank yeah. you uh, so much again, Nancy. And thank you, everyone. I'm wishing you a beautiful and blessed week. And if you are interested in telling your story on the podcast, please reach out. Have a beautiful day. Papa is a Sanskrit word that means truth. So tell me about your spiritual journey.